And this is how I became happier as a person. And I've been working on that very intensively for the last, I'd say about 10 years at least, because I was like, I'm not happy most of the time. And I want to become happy because I know how it feels like to be happy. And I don't want my life to always be about what is the next thing I need to do and like stress out about that and be like, I want to just be and just enjoy the day. And the fact that right now I have clean water and I can drink that and I can feel good. So many people don't have this, like literally this clean water, just on demand. I can go to the tap and get myself more. So many people don't have that right now or just ever. It's for them to get clean water, they need to walk 10 kilometers and get really shitty water. And then they just drink that because there's nothing else. Like millions of people in the world are in that position. I'm not in that position. Oh my God, damn, that makes me feel good. Makes me feel grateful. That's the best thing that I found to become happier. Just to appreciate the things you do have and just be like, you know what? Just just think about yourself. I know helping others is good and I try to help others as much as I can, but it begins with me. It's a selfish act. And I know that sounds bad. It sounds bad to me too. And it sounded bad when I years ago, but the reason I help others is because at the end of the day, it makes me feel good. When I teach someone coding and when I teach someone how to build a project and they go, wow, you can do this. I didn't know that you could do this. So yeah, you can do it. Really? Can I do this? Yeah, you can like this. Oh my God. When they go like that and they make that expression and they are happy, that makes me feel good about myself. It's like, oh my God, I because of me a little bit, this person like just learned about this thing, which I have known for 10 years and it's really cool, but I've forgotten how amazing it is, but they're seeing it for the first time and they go, oh my God, mind equals blown. That makes me feel good. And when you try to live your life that for a while, there are people that come up to you, like people in your life and they, you can, it can be the smallest thing that you said. I have been fortunate enough that <laughs> Giga Chat, thank you, Mama. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I'm flattered. I think something happened recently, actually. I had a I do a social night every week. And a person that I've known for a little while, he he messaged me afterwards and he said something that you said unlocked something in my brain and I was able to have this insight. Thank you for that. And that's he was the one who said, Have you thought about doing a podcast? which is why I'm doing this thing, just to try it out. And I've had that happen several times in my life. Other people have come up to me uh, because they said, you know, something you said to me made sense to me, and then these things happened. And I'm so grateful that you, that it has even happened once. Uh, but, but in the moment, I'm not really thinking about that. I'm just sharing something that happened to me, and it makes me feel good to share my experience with another human being. Because at the end of the day, I've spent years and years of my life just in my brain thinking about things. When I was a teenager, I basically had seven, seven, eight years of just deep depression. Like the, it started with an existential life crisis, but it was a depression too. I have mental health problems that later was diagnosed. 
But essentially, a good seven years was when there was there were good things that happened in my life during that time. I went to Canada, I studied, I met people. It was good. And I did some good things too. But basically, my year consisted of this. I would feel good and able to do things for a little bit, for a month or two, and then bam, down. For five months, I'm off. Like just literally, it's a complete misery. And just the fact that I'm able to get through the day is I should get a gold medal for that. Like I feel fucking so bad because of depression. And I have no idea why this is happening to me. But it's just happening, right? Good for a couple of weeks, a month, down for several. Good and down. If this is happening to you, if this is your life right now and you're watching this, get help. Because that's not how it's supposed to be and it can get better. You're not supposed to be like this. Because what happened to me was that I later went to university to study to become a mathematician. But I would have one semester where things were good. I was playing sports. I was running a half marathon. I was going to classes. I was getting good grades. I was passing all subjects. It was good. And then the next semester, I just fail everything. Literally nothing. I'm just in my bed for like weeks, losing weight and just just depressed. Just yeah, life is not worth living, basically, in my brain. And that happened enough times where I was like, okay, there is a pattern here and I need to figure out because this is not normal. My other friends here, they're not going through the same thing. What is wrong with me? I need to figure that out. That's what led me to get help. And eventually I figured out that I had something called bipolar disorder, which runs in my family. So it makes sense that I would have it or <laughs> it wouldn't make sense because I'm the only one for my siblings who has that diagnosis. So I got, got lucky. But there are people in my family that have had it. It's like a thing, right? It's a genetic, it's a big component of that. But I figured that out for myself. I saw, look, looked at my patterns and I saw that. And so when I wanted to become happier, I was like, I need to figure this out because I don't want to, because I understand that if I just am living unhappily, but thinking that as soon as I get this thing, then I will be happy, that demonstrably is false because I am, let's say, 23 right now, 10 years ago. And I thought years ago that if I only get the best grade in this math exam, everything was going to be amazing because my whole life was about that. And that happened. And I felt amazing for a day or two. And then I went back to how I was feeling. I was like, that's exactly what I'm doing right now because I'm like, right now I'm not in a relationship, for example, as, as an example, I'm like, as long as I find a girl and I'm with her and she wants to be with me, then I'm going to be amazing. No, I, I, I was smart enough to understand, okay, this is just a thing that you know, hedonic tre treadmill, I think it's called, is it never ends. It just goes on and on. You, you get a job and you're like, oh, this is a great job, but I'm making not enough money. So half a year after I want to get the other job, which is going to make me make 30% more money. It just never ends. So you can't defer happiness based on this, living this life because I've, now I've talked to other people, right? I've talked to like people that are like, quote unquote, successful by all measures. Most of them are not happy. And at a certain point, they've just said, you know what? Life is not about being happy. It's just about just doing the things and solving problems and making money and all that thing. And I fully do not believe that because 
I have lived a life where I was unhappy and depressed and I was still able to get things done somehow. And I am living a life now where I am really happy most of the time, feeling pretty good. And I would, I would choose this life every time. And if you are one of those people that are struggling with that and you just feel, because in the absence of happiness or contentment, rather fulfillment, you feel like, you know what? here's how I define it because it's like happy all the time. Are you like, although no, you're not like hyper or anything like that. It's more, there isn't anything that needs to happen in the future or didn't happen in the past that you're like obsessing about. You're like, just, you know what? I'm happy. It's all good. I'm in the present moment. So when I'm talking to someone, I'm right here. I'm not thinking that, oh, I should have done this thing which I didn't, which is going to get me into trouble. And I'm not thinking about any of that. I'm not thinking about, oh my God, I'm so regretful of the path because I did so many things that weren't right. And overthinking about that, you're just in the moment. And and the biggest thing for me there was just, there was a lot of reading. And there was a book I remember I re um, read years ago during like my time, like existential life crisis and everything. It's called... Uh, Man's Search for Meaning by a psychologist called Viktor Frankl. And he's, it's a very popular book, but he's a psychologist who, unfortunately, during the Holocaust, was separated from his wife and put in a concentration camp and went through unimaginable things, essentially, and survived it and wrote about it and and I read that book and it uh, just changed my perspective. It changed my life essentially, really. Uh, and because he was talking about how even if the exterior conditions for you are like the worst they can be, you still have control over things because you have a body, you have a brain. And even in that bad of a circumstance that I hope no one ever experiences. But unfortunately, that's not true. There are people experiencing that right now. Even then, you can, fo you can focus on the things that you control and you can choose, essentially, to be like, you know what, I'm still going to think about these things that bring me joy. And I feel good about that. And that was the beginning, I would say, one of the beginning stages of me going on this journey of trying to become more happier. And it's become so natural to me now because I've done it for years and I only try to get better. I'm not perfect at it, of course. But the things that like the small things I do every day to become a happier person is just be more grateful for just the small things. So when I when I, I literally when I sometimes every day about different things, I think about how grateful I should be for having this clean water that I can drink for living in fucking Norway where things are so amazing where I don't have to worry about so many things that other people that live in other countries do I'm so safe I can go out and I can go out any time of the day and pretty much do anything I want I happen to have a brain that is most likely <laughs> above average intelligence so I can do basically anything in this world that I want to do. And I'm prepared to spend some time getting good at. 
that I happen to already have spent a lot of my time getting good at things that the world values in some way, be that technology or some creative things like making videos or whatever it is. And so anything, so even, so even I, I, it's so national to me now that I even like, when I go out, sometimes I just think, oh my God, it's really awesome having legs. I'm born with legs and I can walk. There's so many people that can't walk or there's so many people that got paralyzed because of some accident. They're not able to walk. They knew how to walk for the first 30 years of their life and then that it was taken away from them. I'm not that person. My God, I'm grateful for that. I think about this. I think about how amazing of a time we live in where we can have something like ChatGPT, which literally is mind-blowing. And I, I will show this to other people or I will talk about it with other people. And they're like, yeah, I know it's good. It doesn't do this, so it's shitty. Like, are you serious with me? You're calling this thing, which we literally invented like barely a year ago and you weren't using. And now you're saying that, yeah, it's not that amazing. What? No, it's incredible. Even this, like what I'm doing right now, is incredible. The fact that this is possible. Because I was born in a time where it wasn't. And I remember how difficult it was to talk to someone over like video call. I remember that technology just being invented when I was a kid, basically. And it was not as easy as doing this. And there are people watching me, two people, not many. But people can watch this anytime. You can be watching this like years from now. And it exists out there for you to do. And it's free for me to do it, basically. Imagine how amazing our lives are now than 100 years ago, 1,000 years ago. For most of human history, you could get murdered every time you went out of your house. Literally. There were people out there with swords. They could come and kill you and take your wife and kids and everything you own. That was a fear that people had when you went out. I don't have that fear. Yeah, fun fact that, that my classmate in class, uh, but me like, oh, okay, fuck, fuck, yeah, yeah. The, the but the reason that I am like this, that, that I feel grateful, is because I constantly try to put my problems into perspective, because I think the reason for why we become unhappy or just not, it's just like it's not enough. It's because we are like we're so like so just not able to get out of our own heads and appreciate for a second that so many people in this world, if they were given our life for a day, they would be so grateful and they would be so happy. And that is our baseline. That's what we have. And human beings as we are, we just are like, yeah, but it's not so great because I don't have that thing. What? Come on. Come on. Really? What is the thing that if given to you, you're going to be happy. Money, really? Is that what you think? So you think that as long as you work a lot and you get a lot of money, you're, everything's going to be fine. Yeah. Let me tell you something about that. Because, okay, so what is the thing that already exists in our world where a person can buy a little thing and just miraculously get a lot of money? Lotteries, right? If you buy a lottery ticket, you could get lucky. And you could get struck by lightning. And then after that, you're like, oh, I won the lottery, right? If that happens to you, everyone is fantasizing about that, literally, right? That's why 
people buy lottery tickets. My life could change. It makes no sense to me. But initially, I thought the odds are so little that I'm never going to do that. But that's not the reason why I don't like it anymore. Because if you actually go into the research, you learn what happens to lottery winners when they're given an obscene amount of money six months after they've been given it. You know what happens? Because most people that win the lottery are middle-class poor people that are going to a job that they hate, are in a situation where they don't like, like it that much. And they their dream comes true. They're given $10 million like this. Here you go. All of it, all at once. That completely destroys that there's life absolutely. Because what happens is that they buy expensive cars. They buy themselves houses. Not one house. You can't have one house, right? You got to have a house. And you got to have a house that you can go on vacation at in a different country. Then your mom's got to have a house and your father's got to have a house. And then your cousin who you never talked to suddenly appears and he's going to have a Lamborghini right? because he can't live with his Toyota. So you, you have to do that now. Hey, cuz, you know, you got this, all this money or you know, you're going to be a... That's what your life becomes now because everyone knows you have this money. Everyone is coming to you. So what happens to the money? It disappears. But you start using drugs because now you have, you, you literally didn't have anything and you were fine, like everyone. And now you have all of this stuff and you're like, oh my God, I'm like, I have a really good car and like girls are interested in me if you're a man, a young man. And they just want to be with me. I don't know what happened. Yeah, you got all that money. <laughs> and then just six months of this, I have experienced everything. What is the next thing? Cocaine or whatever else. You become a drug addict. Look this up. I'm not making this up. This is the truth. Most lottery winners, when you catch up with them six months later or 12 months later, have completely destroyed their lives and are now literally filing for bankruptcy because all the money is gone. All of the money is gone and then some. They're in debt, literally. Why? Because if you give a person a bunch of money that they did not earn, do you think that they will acquire all the skills that is necessary to hold on to that money? No. The world doesn't work that way. So what will they do? They're going to do all of the things that they couldn't do for so long. Why? Because they were constrained by literally their salary or whatever. That doesn't exist anymore. What do you think they're going to do if they're working at Burger King and they're 19 years old? They're going to say, fuck you. I'm never going to work here anymore. I don't ever want to work ever. They're going to do that to their boss. Is that a nice thing to do to a boss? No. Why did they do that? Because suddenly they're like, oh, I can do anything now. So their true self comes out because they get this constraint lifted from them. So you don't want to win the lottery, actually. You don't want to do that. Because if you do, you're pretty much going to destroy your life, actually. Because when you win the lottery and you haven't had a lot of money yet, you there's you literally can't put all of that money away in the bank and just live your life. Because literally, at that point, like all the time, you are thinking, oh my God, I could invest that money into this thing, like this crypto thing, which people are saying I can make my money three times if I do that. And I can just put a little piece of that there. Or I could invest in that thing. Or I could do that thing. I could start a business that I wanted to. 
that's in your brain going on all the time, right? Then you get, I really, I do, I did want a car and I wanted like this car, but why don't I just get myself the fancy car that I wanted? One million dollars gone like that. And do you think it's really comfortable and convenient to drive around a Ferrari in your fucking country where mo the roads are not built for that? No. But do you think it's going to be like a lot of maintenance costs to keep that up? Yeah. Why get that thing then? It's just a money suck. Are you going to impress some girls and other? Yeah, you can do that. It's going to get old pretty fast because they're, they're going to, they're coming to you not because of you, because you're like a person who's like really amazing at this thing that you've been working on for 20 years. And now you've earned your money because you worked hard. This, all of this was given to you. So they're attracted to the things you can get them not to you, is the worst kind of attention you can get, honestly. And it completely fucks you up mentally. And and can you help people with that money? Sure. And people probably do donate a lot of that money. But what I'm trying to say is what I've learned, because I've learned a lot of things in my life. And I've learned that people fixate on the wrong things. I work with a lot of people now that are trying to get jobs, that are young people all over the world, especially in Asia, India, Pakistan, African countries. And I think a lot of them are thinking that as soon as long as I get this, everything's going to be good. And I'm just trying to tell you if you are one of those people that it's not going to be like that because you've already told yourself that so many times before you told yourself that, that as long as I get into this university or get this grade, then things are going to be okay. And that is no different between you doing that at 18 versus you doing that at 40. When you're saying, as long as I make 2 million a year, I'm going to be fine. Cause now I make a million and a half. But for some reason you forget that just 10 years ago, five years ago, if you had even mentioned to that old self that you would be doing this, what you're doing right now, they would be amazed. And so rather than appreciating that, waking up and thinking, you know what, I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty damn good. Because I know how to use the internet and the web. And I know how to code. I know how to build things myself. Most of the world doesn't know how to do that. It's magic to most of the world. I can do so many things. I have friends. I have family. I have, as I said, clean water to, to drink. I have food. Uh, I have people I can go to for help. It's pretty damn good. It's and anytime I don't think that I am so fast at putting myself in a situation where, you know what, just the fact that you were born when you were in the 90s, it's so cool. Because if you were born 200 years ago, if I was born 200 years ago, I would be a farmer. Or I would be, I would still be capable of all the things that I'm doing today, coding, teaching people all over the world to code and all the things, right? I'd be capable of those things because I basically have the same body brain, right? But all I would be spending my time on would be to carry really heavy things on my body for 10 hours a day and get paid nothing for it. Literally, if you compare to what my salary is now or what, however much I make, it would be literally 
like one hundredth of that or a thousandth of that. And that's literally would be enough for me to just make sure that I have the shittiest food and make sure that my wife or kids have that too. And that's it. There's no savings, no nothing. And I'm using all of my time on this 10 hours a day, 12 hours a day, literally just destroying my body and carrying hard, heavy things around. And that's my whole existence. And then I do that for 40 years and I die because of a heart attack while doing that thing. That was reality for most people back then. And it would be for me. And it isn't. And that's cool. That's really cool. That needs to be appreciated. Every time now I go, my life is shit. But then I go, yeah, perspective. How, how much time do you want to go back in time? 10 years, 20 years, 30 years? It's pretty damn cool. Yeah, it is. And then you go into it. And you get to a point where you are fully okay with where you are right now. Whatever your situation is. Whatever your situation is. Whether you have a job or not. Whether you have a relationship or not. Whether you're a virgin. Whether you've had sex with a thousand women or men. Or whether you have a million dollars in your bank or literally $10. You need to find, there is a way. I'm not going to say you need to find because you control your life. You can live it exactly as you want. But I think that whether I have a million dollars in my bank account or 10 billion or zero, if I lose it all, which happens all the time with people, rich people lose everything. I need to still figure out a way to be happy, even in that bad state, like Viktor Frankl did in the during the Holocaust in the concentration camps when he was he, his wife was taken away and she died as a result. He still lived an entire life after that happened. And am I in that bad situation? No, no way. Am I experiencing depression and all that? Yes. And do I need help with that? Of course. I go to the therapist. I go to the, I, I got to take meds. I got to do those things. But in almost every situation, there is a way to reframe it and make it into something where you go, you know what? It's pretty damn good. I still, my brain is functioning. I'm not senile. I'm not, I don't have dementia. I can, I don't have enough to pay rent or, even have food or something, but I can, I have people, I can get through it. Like I have so many times, it's going to be fine. It's not that bad. When you make this a natural part of your life, you will see your life change completely. It has for me. My life was for years and years. All I thought about was I'm shit. I should die. I'm taking up space. No one likes me because of depression. Because of depression, things that I thought was, were out of my control. I got the help. I worked on myself so much. I got obsessed with working on myself. I had to figure out a way because I knew that there were other people throughout the ages that had contended with the same kind of questions that I'm doing it with. And they managed to live a good life afterwards. So it's possible. How do I do it? Then you become super practical. How do you do it? If this person who's making content on YouTube, for example, figured it that out, I'm going to figure out exactly what they read. What did they do? You become obsessed with that because that's the only way. Because if chances are, if you're watching this, you're probably a young person, young, you, you could be 20, 15, 25, 30, even 40, 50 is pretty young, honestly. 
And if you're if, if things are not right for you, if there are problems and you might have legit problems, like really you might have some disease or you might have people in your life that are about to die because of just human things that we all have all the time. Like these things come up, you're just living your life and suddenly you hear that your mom has cancer, for example, she's only going to live for another six months. What do you do? What do you do? For me, there is a choice you can make. If you are one of those people that are like, you know what? I only got six months to live. That's pretty fucking bad. I hope I'm never in that situation. But if I am, I'm going to be prepared for it. If I only have six months to live, I'm going to live this best fucking six months ever. So I live that. I really live it. I don't go, oh, my God, I'm dying in six months. So it's all shit. Every second I'm spending on that is a second regretted and wasted. And I'm not doing that. I've done enough of that already. And it doesn't bring anything. It doesn't do you any good. It never does you any good. Because you go into your brain and you go all the world around. You go to the different planets. You travel. the and I've traveled the entire universe. And I've considered every little different scenario. What if this? What if there's a multiverse? What if this? What if Elon Musk is right about that? What if there's a free will and all that? Am I glad I did that? Yeah, sure. But after you've done that already, what are you doing? You're just in your brain. There's nothing. It's not real. It's just your imagination. It doesn't really exist outside of your brain. But the more you do that, the more hopeless everything feels, usually. That's how these things go. Because the more you zoom out of your own self, you go, do I really matter? It doesn't seem like it. You go out to the world, 8 billion people, but yeah, we're all going to die. So does it really matter? As you go, more planets, galaxies, we're, we don't even matter. Because if you take the whole entire everything, observable universe, we're like nothing. And that can make you go, oh yeah, we don't matter. Whatever happens to me. And you see those people around all the time. Really smart people have a tendency to give up on life and say, what does it even matter? And I think sometimes it is because they've done that exercise of just like considering everything and thinking, you know what, why even try? You might know people like that. Why even try? Because I'm just going to fail anyway. You become a cynic. You become really skeptical of everything. It's like, why start a business? Why apply for that job? I'm probably going to lose it. All right, something's going to happen. The economy is bad. I don't want to live like that. I've been like that before. It's not a good existence. I want to believe in things. 